Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful. Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So podcasts have really popped off in the last couple years and I feel like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Janine, how do I start a podcast? And I'm here to help you out today. So if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, because I absolutely love podcasting. I think it is so fun and I think everybody should do it. So if you guys are interested in starting one, Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super, super easily. And even on the platform as well, they will distribute it everywhere for you. And then you can even earn money, which is so cool. It's all in one place and it's completely for free. It is called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. So Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts literally right from your phone or your computer. It's super, super easy. So no matter what y'all setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. So don't feel like you have to have it all together to start one. You can start today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. Also, what is so great is if you do want to have a video feature, video podcasts are available on Spotify and I have that on mine and I think it's just so fun and engaging for my audience to be able to see me on Spotify as well. So with Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. So definitely check that out. And here is the best of all point of this. It is completely free with no catch. So ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just feel like it has been so engaging. I feel like I'm loving the options that that Spotify is giving me with Q and A's and polls and even having video. So I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys are going to love this. If you've been wanting to start it, this is your sign. Hello guys and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I am your host Janine Amicola and today I have a super special guest. This is more of a special guest than any other normal guest. 
Because it's my sea spell. Can't you tell? <laughs> so for those listening, um, I am bringing on my sister today. This is my sister, Vanya. Hi, guys. And she is two years older than I am. She, just tell, your, tell them who you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm Janine's older sister, Vanya. I live in Ohio now with my husband. And Janine and I went to college together for two years. Yep. And so that's kind of what our topic is going to be today. Exactly. So yeah, Vani and I, um, we are two years apart, both went to UT. I actually transferred to UT because Vanya and my elder sister, Angela, they were there at the same time. And so yeah, for today's episode, like we essentially want to talk about college because a lot of my audience are girls or men, whatever they're in college and they're this age range that they're like trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? Like, how do I sit close to the Lord within college? As I know, like firsthand, college was one of the most confusing times of my life. And I don't know if you feel this way, Melania. College can definitely be such a foundational time in your life or a very messy time in your life. It can either like make or break you, I feel like, which is so crazy that it can do that, which is why I think it's so important to either go into college already being grounded and then also choose the right college. So we want to talk about that today of like, first of all, like, what does it look like to choose the right college? And second of all, what does it look like to do college well? So that's today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Again, I post every single Tuesday. So I'm looking forward to seeing you guys or chatting with you guys again next Tuesday for more stuff on happy and healthy. And let's do it. Sure. Okay. So how would you say that someone should choose? Actually, let's let's give a backstory first of all. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, Vani and I both transferred to UT. Yeah. I so, did like a like a one-year deferred program at SMU before that, and then Vanya did. I did two years at a junior college and then transferred into the University of Texas. Yeah, and honestly, like, I I love UT. Oh, my gosh, me too. I I think it. it was amazing. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. We bleed. We bleed burnt orange. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing that we say that everywhere we go, but, like, I'm a diehard Longhorn fan. Me too. And, like, we grew up always know we want to go to Texas because our childhood best friend that lived down the road from us, we grew up watching Texas football with her and like her, like parents went there or like, did her dad go there? Um, Her brother went there. But I mean, all of our neighbors did. Yeah. Like it's a thing in Texas, like it's the school of Texas. So it's like, you want to go there. Right. But I honestly, I grew up never, ever thinking I would go to UT. Me neither. Like, I thought I was yeah. too dumb, didn't have enough money. Yeah. Like, I just I, was like, there's no way. It was a dream, but it, I never thought it would be the reality. Like, yeah. We would talk about it with our best friends all the time. Like, oh my gosh, when we grow up, the four we're going to go to UT together. Texas together. And I knew she was going to go, but I really didn't think the rest of us would go because, like Janine was saying, it's ex- extremely hard to get in. Yeah. And to be honest, we couldn't really afford it. No, we definitely couldn't afford so, it. I mean, yeah. there's seven kids in my family. And so my dad was just like, look, like I'm going to do what I can. He's like, but I cannot pay for all of y'all to go to college. Right. So financial aid is a thing. If y'all don't know, it literally saved my butt. And mm-hmm. he can save Bonnie's butts. We both got yep. grants, applied for scholarships, um, and did financial aid. And yep. then also Bonnie, you worked through college, right? I did. Yeah. And that definitely helped a lot reducing student loan debt yeah. because I don't think you think about it when you're in college because it seems like imaginary money. Yep. So you just start, like monopoly money. Yeah. You just start pulling out loans. And then eventually when you get older and you get out of college and then you're like, Oh my gosh, I, took, you're like, I, I took out, you know, 20 to $30,000 yeah. in debt. How did this happen? So like Janine was saying, applying for financial aid, scholarships, grants, grants all of that. Take advantage of every single do one. It seriously yeah. do it. 
Yeah, and I was pretty fortunate because my YouTube took off during my junior year of college. So I was able to, right after I got out of college, yeah. paid off everything, which was honestly such a blessing because so many people come out of college with debt. And I was really thankful and grateful because I was like, I worked, I did my job in college and I was good. So that was really such a blessing. But so yeah, we both went to UT together. Um, I transferred in my sophomore year and Vanya was already there living with my sister, Angela and our childhood best friend, Cammie. Yeah. And I loved UT. I honestly loved how big it was. I loved how diverse it was. It was way more affordable than a lot of other schools because it's a state pu- school. Yeah, public state school. And I loved the experience of like the football games and just how big it was and how big the classes were and all the opportunities. And it was just, it was such an honor. So many Texas. different majors to choose from, yeah. so many different student organizations to choose from. I mean, anything you really wanted to find there, you could find because yeah. some student organization has created the club or created um, a way for you to do it. Right. So the three of us, me and Janine and Angela all studied completely different completely. things. We were in different student yeah. organizations and that was We nice. did everything different. Like, so yeah. I, at UT, I did radio, television, film, major in a business minor. I did cheerleading and I was a Sigma Phi Lambda for a semester because I actually copied Vanya, which was the Christian sorority. And I also did Young Life for like a semester. Mm-hmm. And I, my major was in exercise science. I minored in biology and I was a part of like the pre-physical therapy club. I was in Sigma Phi Lambda as well, which was the Christian sorority. And then I was also you did dance. Oh yeah. And I was on the university of Texas dance team. So yeah. Definitely. So very different, yeah. but we did live together for about one year, Yeah, one year of crossover. And that was really fun. So I guess like, like, let's talk about like, why did we pick UT or like, yeah. what is a good reason for y'all to pick a school? Now, obviously you have to weigh in, okay, location. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be close to your parents? Do you want to be close to where you grew up? Or do you want to completely leave? For me, when I was in my freshman year, I was literally living at my parents' house, going to SMU, and I was like, I don't want this. And so I transferred to UT just so I could have a little bit more freedom. And I also wanted to move away from Dallas, so I did that. Mm-hmm. I think location is really, really important. Definitely. Yeah, and I think that will definitely go into it because maybe you're a person who you've never really traveled a lot, and it'd be your first time leaving. Yeah. That would be kind of big if you went all the way across the country, but maybe you want that. So for me personally, I felt like, we were three and a half hours away from our parents. And I felt like that was a great distance because we could go home for birthdays, for big things that were going on in our family, but it wasn't to the point where it was like they were too close by and yeah, they're just popping in and controlling you or anything. So I I thought it was a perfect distance. And I didn't branch out because my family was right there. Yeah. Austin is way different than Dallas anyway. So it did feel like we had like really, really moved away. Yeah. 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 So think about like location. Like, do you want a different experience? Do you want to do out of state? Just so you know, out of state is more expensive which kind of sucks. So think about that. And then obviously just like the cost of the college, like again, what we were saying, financial aid, grants, Mm -hmm. scholarships, like, can you afford it? Are you paying for it? Are your parents paying for it? So like, again, for us, like our dad and our parents, like didn't pay for anything, even though our dad did give us money here and there. He like paid for my rent occasionally. Yeah. He was was sweet. Yeah. He definitely helped out in many ways that he could, but he, just because there were so many of us, he was like, I can't do this for everybody. Mm -hmm. So just thinking about that. And then again, like, does this college have your degree? Does it have what you want? Does it have cheerleading or programs or football or whatever that you're looking for in a college experience? Does it have that? Does it have Greek life, which is a whole nother topic, yeah. <laughs> but does it have Greek life for you right. and the club you want? Yeah, I think personally I'm biased because personally I think don't rack up a ton of debt in school because you have to pay that back later. Right. So personally for me, I would say go to a state school if you're the one paying for it. Now, if you're not the one paying for it or you're going to get an amazing scholarship yeah. and the school is going to offer you like a full ride because of academics or because of 
sports or something, then go somewhere that maybe you've always wanted to go because college can be a really good time to like find yourself as an adult and yep. start to learn how to adult. And what um, do you like and yeah. not like and all that stuff. Right. But if you're gonna if you're gonna feel like you are gonna be super anxious about the amount of debt that you're gonna take, I would personally bias say go to a state school yeah but here's the thing too that you have to remember that the difference between a private and a public school or a state school is like the public schools like we went to the classes can be up to 300 students yeah so you're not going to be getting dedicated attention you're not going to really know your professor unless you go out of your way but some of those professors like they're like we don't care like I don't need to know you mm-hmm. and then like you're mainly dealing with the teacher's assistant which is the TA's and so, like, just depends on what experience do you want. Because, like, there's smaller schools like DBU, which one of my best friends transferred to. She transferred from A&M to DBU because the classes were way smaller. She knew her professors. And the teaching was, she said, the quality was a little bit better. But I personally, coming from being homeschooled, having a super small class and everything, because we did a homeschool co-op, my graduating class was 34 people. Yeah. So we wanted a big college. We wanted a different experience. Yeah. So just think about, like, way all the pros and cons of, like, when you're measuring out what college you want, do a list of like all the pros and cons of why you want to go there and why you want to do that. What would be good about it? What would be bad about it? Right. Because sometimes the bigger colleges are going to have more opportunities as far as like internships and stuff because they have such a big network. Yeah. But on the other hand, sometimes these smaller colleges, you're going to get more individualized attention and maybe you'd get a better scholarship or, or I'm sorry, a better internship opportunity because the professors might actually really know the people you're going to do your internship with. So there's pros and cons, like Janine was saying, are sports important to you? Do you want to go to a school where they have a lot of sports or Greek life? Right. And do you want to go to a school where you're going to be really well known and, and like everyone on campus is going to know you because that can be really great too. Because at university of Texas, I could walk around and literally not see a single person. Yeah. I knew that. Day. Oh, for sure. You see a new, you see hundreds of new faces every single day, which is crazy. Yeah. And sometimes that can be lonely. So if you're the type yeah. of person who wants to be known, be involved, um, you know, really feel like your college you're in a family is a type home thing. type situation, then maybe a smaller college yeah. for you. Yeah, definitely weigh all of that. And then, yeah, I mean, also one thing I want to add too is like, if you for, for some reason feel like college is just not for you, which I know a ton of people that were just like, because I honestly think there's mm-hmm. such a pressure of like, you have to go to college, you have right. to go to college. Now, I personally wanted to go to college, mm-hmm. but there is a little bit of like a pressure of like, if you don't go to college, then you're a nobody or you're not good enough for you to do well in life. If you don't want to go to college, like take that pressure off yourself and figure out what else you want to do. But I do think personally that college provided so many experiences that I'm so grateful for yeah, me too. responsibility, critical thinking, like debating. I mean, so many different things, like how to handle money, how to be responsible, how to like live on your own how to pay like rent, like little things like that, that I'm really, really thankful for. Yeah. And I think for me too, it just boosted my confidence. Cause I think in high school, like maybe I, I, I thought I was smart, but to be honest, like college, when I was in a class with many other people and just realizing like, okay, I, I actually am excited to learn and I, I can do this and I can write a paper really well. Or That's I challenging. Can, I, yeah. It was challenging to me. And I think it boosted my confidence going into like looking for future jobs and stuff, just them seeing that you have gone to college is sometimes all they're looking for, unfortunately. Um, But, but, you know, if you're going into a field where you have to go to college to even get a job, then 
then yes, yeah. you probably need to do that. But if you're in a field where you don't need to go to college to right, like the arts, typically yeah. you don't necessarily then, have to. Then personally, I say like go focus on internships. Yeah, or go network rather than spending all that time and money in college. Right, like for me, like I'm a full time YouTuber influencer. I definitely did not need to go to college for my job now. However, I can still see how going to college completely helped my career with time management, accounting, money, critical thinking, communication. I mean, all the different skills I learned, editing, like all the different vernacular with film and stuff. It definitely did help me, but I didn't need that for my job. So just think about what that is for you. And for me personally, I had to go to college because yeah. I'm a physical therapist. So it's like you cannot become yeah. a physical therapist unless you've gotten the bachelor's degree and then you go into grad school. So Right. Yeah, but I would say, so let's talk about how to do college well because I think I, I definitely, if I could redo my college experience, I think I would personally because now that I'm older and I've looked back and we transferred and mm-hmm. we were you know a little bit more sheltered growing up, like I just wish that I had maybe done it a little bit better. I think one thing that you definitely need to do, and I've talked about this before, but like it's find your people, find your club, find your group of like-minded people. And especially for us, we were Christians. So we wanted to find other believers in college. And so that's why I joined Young Life and we joined Sigma Phi Lambda and all that stuff. But find people that are, first of all, going to make you better and going to push you and going to challenge you and going to encourage you to do college well, because let me tell you, like I said, college is one of the most confusing times of your life. I, like I said, it was it was for me. Everyone there is trying to figure out who am I? Where do I fit in? What do I want to do here? What do I want to do for the rest of my life? What club club am I involved in? Like everyone's a little bit confused. And so you're all just like a bunch of confused people like rubbing off on each other, like the blind leading the blind. Yeah. So try to get in like, I don't know, like a good club where you feel like these are my people and they're making me a better person. Right. Personally, for me, that was um, Sigma Phi Lambda, and then I was also a part of this other ministry organization called Every Nation Campus Ministry, and for me, I needed that because they did social events that did not revolve 100% around partying, drinking, and like hooking up with someone, and so when you get to college, to be completely honest with you, you are going to hear that this is the time in your life where you're supposed to screw up. This is the time in your life where figure you're supposed it out. to figure yeah. everything out. This is the time in your life. Get it out of your system. Yeah, get it out of your system. You're supposed to be drunk. You're supposed to party every single weekend. So, like, that's what you are going to hear when you go to college. And everyone's going to be underage drinking. Everyone's going to be doing it. Everyone has smoked weed. Things like that. Yeah. So, for me personally, I needed to find a group of people that's what they weren't about because I didn't want to go down that road personally for me in college. So I found a group of people that when we hung out, it did not revolve around that. It revolved around, and it wasn't even like, let's just sit around and read the Bible. Yeah. It was like, you would, you did fun things together. So you did that, but then also we did intentional, like once a week, almost like a church service for us college kids. And, you know, someone shared their testimony or shared about God or what God's teaching them. So that helped keep me grounded. Um, But then for me as well, like Janine was saying, it's just such a confusing time. And and to be honest, in college, everyone is lonely. I realized so many people are lonely because they're not in their house that they grew up in. They're away from their pets. They're away from their siblings. Your best friends you grew up with, your friends all went to different colleges. It's a really lonely lonely. time. So you're trying to kind of fill your life with 
who do I want to be? And that pressure of like, I have to know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life yeah. because I'm in college now and I have to pick my major. So you're really confused and you're lost. And yeah, and people are just trying to figure out who they are. And so when other people are telling you what you should do with your life, you're really impressionable. And a lot yeah. of times you'll just do anything, do it because they're like, Oh my gosh, come out with us. And how do you say no when they keep asking you or you, you should drink that or come on, take shots. And so you were really impressionable. You're kind of lost. You're insecure because you're making new friends and you want them to, that was me. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They, yeah. You want them to think you're cool. They, yeah. And it seems so like stereotypical, but to be honest, it's, it's how it is. So yeah. you have to find like Janine was saying, a group of people who are going to help lift you up, not peer pressure you. Yeah. Um, you know, like I say this all the time, like who you run with is who it like, it says there's a saying, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I wish so badly I had just had a good group of Christian community, even though I was in the Christian sorority, that was super fun. Like I said, I've said this before, I ended up leaving a semester in because my YouTube took off. I didn't have time. I didn't want to quit cheerleading. But then that was the problem is I was only hanging out with my cheer team and my cheer team. I would party with them all the time. I was drinking. I was hanging out with the wrong people. Like what Bonnie was explaining is basically what I did. I just did the partying aspect of like drinking a lot. And I was extremely lonely. No self, no self-worth, no self-identity. Didn't know who I was. No anchor in the Lord. Wasn't even following the Lord, like super disobedient. And that's why I now have to deal with the repercussions of that and dealt with the decisions I made. And that's why I want to pass this along because I don't want y'all feeling that way. And so if you do feel lonely in college, like, no, you're not alone because that's exactly what I felt. Like I remember I'd walk around campus, like feeling like literally I could just disappear and no one would even care and feeling super sad and feeling like, man, no one even really deeply knows me here. So like get involved in a group and run with those people. And if you're a Christian, like get involved in a Christian organization, I'm telling you, it's going to make or break your experience. Yeah. I think the same thing, even though I felt like I knew myself prior going prior to going to college. And I think that for me is what helped my foundation be solid is that I had determined kind of who I wanted to be prior to going to college versus yeah. once I got there trying to figure out, okay, I'll dabble in this, I'll dabble in that. So I think knowing myself, knowing my identity in Christ really helped prior, but also join a local church because yes. your organizations can only go so far. Usually they're student led. So those students don't, they're, they're stumbling too. Yeah, They're not a, a pastor. They're not like a counselor. So join a local church where you have someone who is keeping you accountable, like have someone discipling you and keeping you accountable and checking in on you. That way you don't, you know, you don't feel like, Oh, I guess I'm good because I went to like my local organization this week yeah. and we just kind of brushed on the topic of Jesus. But I think having a local church definitely keeps you more grounded. Yeah. And I think just talk to people too. Like if you have someone that you can go to when you're feeling lonely, you're feeling sad or feeling like I messed up. Like when I would mess up, like I remember there was one day, like I did something super dumb and I met with my sister, Fania, and I told her everything I did. And she was like, all right, like, what are we going to do to fix this? Like, what are we going to do to make that sure that doesn't happen again? What are we going to do to make better decisions? And like having someone to talk to you about that versus just keeping it a secret and hiding in and being like, well, no one's going to know. I'm just going to keep doing that over and over and over. Like it's so important to have that. And so like, it really is people. And that's why, again, when you're choosing your college, like choose like who you want to run with in that college. Do you know anybody at that college already you can link up with, you know, is there an organization you already know about that you want to join? Because there are some Christian sororities, like there's a ton of Christian organizations, but also the local church I think is going to be so foundational as well. 
Yeah, definitely. And I'm not going to lie, I was not a saint in college. I messed up a lot too, and there's things that I wish I didn't do. But like Janine was saying, if you're just constantly messing up, then all of a sudden you just get this guilt and this shame, and that weighs you down, and that keeps you like in your secret sins. Yep. And having someone who you can just talk to, and they can help you with that and get it out of you, so you're not yeah, just, just confess it, y'all. Yeah, there's freedom and guilty confession. and shameful the whole time because yeah, oh, I had some definite like things that I was hiding from my sisters when I was there as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you have to get it out of you, um, and then also lastly, just like Janine was saying, like there were plenty of times where I felt super lonely in college because it was so big and walking around campus, same thing. Like you'd eat lunch alone and I'd never really eaten lunch alone yeah, that was before weird. I got to college. And yeah. that was so weird. Freaky and like, oh, I feel like I'm in high school sitting at a table all by myself when, you know, normally you'd all eat together. So yeah, um, yeah just yeah. find people to to help go through this college experience with you. And I think something that you remember too is like, it does take time. Like with anything, like just when I moved to California and I moved back to Dallas, like finding people, getting in your rhythm, knowing what to do, it takes time. So don't be mad at yourself if your freshman year, even your sophomore year, if you're still like, I don't know what the freak I'm doing. Because I mean, college it is kind of that time to figure out what am I doing? You're thrown into a completely new circumstance where you're not supposed to know what you're doing. So that's okay. So just know like, you're not going to have it all figured out. And the thing is too, you're going to be sitting around, you're going to be looking, you're going to be thinking, everyone has it all figured out. They have friends, they're so confident, they have money, they're in their perfect dream job and career and internship, whatever. But really like nobody is like nobody freaking knows what they're doing. I promise you, because when you really start talking to people, everyone's like, oh, I have no idea how I passed that exam. I have no idea how I even got into this college. Like suddenly you feel so stupid, <laughs> which was kind of like comforting because you're like, oh, wait, I'm not alone. I'm not like crazy. So that's kind and of most nice. people will change their major two or three times. Yeah. I changed mine twice, I think. And the things sometimes you apply for, you maybe don't get it the first time. Like I applied for the school that I wanted to get into and I got rejected the first time. And I was like, well, that sucks. So I applied again. So just know like it's going to be trial and error. It's trying again. It's picking your feet back or your head back up and be like, all right, I'm going to get back on the horse and do this again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just taking time to figure out like, what is it that I enjoy and what degree do I want to pursue? And, but don't feel bad if you change your degree a couple times. Right. Yeah. It's super common. So what else did you say makes a good college experience? I'd say like who you live with too. Yeah. Where you live, <laughs> who you live with roommates literally make or break. Yes. I have some crazy stories, which yes. I just feel mine would be really insensitive yes. to share, but I had my place broken into twice. I had a roommate that was mentally not doing well that led to her trying to attempt something that was really hard on us. Um, and so Janine got robbed another time when we lived together. Yeah. So Janine got, yeah. Janine Where got you live? What? Three times? Two or, two or three times. I'm not even kidding. It was, it was crazy. Awful. So choosing your roommates wisely is also important um, because that also can really make or break your situation. And so like, there's all these different Facebook pages you can go to for your college where you find roommates. You can list like what you want, what you don't want, your personality traits, if you're clean, if you're not, they, if you have you're a boyfriend, person, yeah, night person. person, and you can go on there. So try to find that for your school of like trying to find roommates specifically that match you personally. Because sometimes they'll, they'll do like a random roommate match in like dorms and that can go it's well. It's so risky. But it's sometimes risky. Sometimes it goes really well. For some people, it's just a nightmare because yeah. 
you don't even know anything about that person and you are literally sharing a bedroom. Like that's so weird. terrible. Yeah, like I went to college with my friend from high school, so we were roommates, which that was that was totally fine. And then after that I lived with my sisters and then I lived with another friend. Mm-hmm. And then my senior year I lived alone for a semester, which was absolute horrible decision ever, but that that's a later story. <laughs> so um yeah, choosing like also your roommates yeah. is important because that also can kind of make or break your situation, I think. Definitely. I mean I've heard horror stories from my friends who like came home and their friend had been like sleeping in their bed or like the messiest person in the world who never even did a single dish the whole year that they lived together. And it's like, it can be very frustrating. So yeah, choosing your roommate before you get there is I think a safer bet or just, but it's not always realistic. Yeah, though, sometimes sucks. you can't, but like at least trying to meet up with them before you agree to live together or like have a phone call or FaceTime each other or something. But yeah. 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 And I would just say again, like with the whole like identity thing in college, it's like, there are going to be so many different peer pressures of smoke this, drink this, hook Sweet up with that with guy. Yeah. Like in people, everyone wants to look like they're so cool and that they're fun and they're having the time of their lives. But you just have to remember that like that stuff does come and bite you back in the butt, whether that's in the form of shame or guilt or a baby or an addiction. Right. Or, like later on when you're older, like how are you also going to kick the habit of like right. you drink every night? When just, you were, yeah. When, when you were, were now supposed to be a responsible adult with a kid. Yeah. You know, and it's not to come from a, a form of condemnation or to shame you guys. It's more that we want to come from a stance of helping you because mm-hmm. a lot of people think, okay, this is just college. This is just college. But then they get to the working world and they're still drinking every day at five o'clock. They're still, uh, you know, taking cocaine to stay up later because that's what, that's a very big thing in college. They're still addicted to Adderall and all these things. And like, the thing is like, no one really wants to admit that these things are real, but like Mm -hmm. those stuff are very, very prevalent and real in college, especially, especially in Greek life, which is why I never really joined like the the legit panelytic sorority. And not all of them are like this. I don't want you guys to get me wrong, but from what we saw at UT, yeah, because it was bad. I think it's the number one party school in Texas. Yeah, so. and we have the the worst cocaine problem at our school as well. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's really really bad. And like, so people are going to pressure you. They're going to tell you do this or oh come on, like really you don't want to do it. you don't want to do it, and you're going to feel like an idiot by not doing it. And so, like I said, just go with the right people. And like, if you want to go to the party, I understand. But go with people that are going to say, hey, we're not going to do this. We're going to leave at a certain time. We're not going to participate. Because I understand, like, you're at this time in your life where you want to experiment. You want to see. You want to try. You want to just be like, what is college really like? Which is what I think I did. I think I still had a pretty healthy balance of it. But it definitely can become addicting or a habit or where you just absolutely start going off the rails. And people like my sister are going to have to start railing you back in. And so, um, just know, like, it's okay to want to be curious, yeah. but don't let that be like a new habit and a new lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And you have to have people who will call you, you out. aside. Let's say, let's say you end up getting drunk or something. Someone who's not going to leave you at the party alone because that's when bad a lot stuff of other happens. stuff happens too. Yeah. So like you have to be in a safe environment. Like you have to be with people who are going to pull you out, get you out and that you can trust. Yeah. And girls just be careful when you're at parties for men, because men definitely take advantage of girls. Like it is such a thing. I've heard of countless stories. I've even had guys try to do that to me. Never happened. Thank God. But they'll try to get you to drink more or get you to smoke, or they'll try to put something in your drink. And so never leave your drink alone. Always go with a friend, watch your drink. Don't let a guy walk away with your drink. Don't let a guy go grab your drink when you're not seeing it. Like always be on the lookout because I hate that it's a thing. 
but it is such a thing in college. Right. Yeah. And just, you know, going into it, if you have a plan determined in your mind of what you're going to do before you get there, you're much less likely to mess right. up versus going in and having no plan. And then all of a sudden you're in a situation where you think, how did I get myself here? Exactly. So, yeah. So yeah. Like just know kind of what you're going to do before you get yourself into the situation of like, okay, I'm not going to have any drinks at this party tonight, or I'm only going to have the one drink that I hold in my hand the whole night and I'm not going to let myself have any more, or, you know, I'm going to leave at this time and that will be it. Yeah. And again, I mean, I just want you to guys, guys to know, like there isn't condemnation if you do decide to try that or drink or whatever, but I would just say take caution because sometimes those things you think that they're bringing you life and in the end it just leads to sin and more guilt and more shame and yeah, just heartbreak. Down the yeah. Line. And heartbreak. And that's just kind of my college experience is what I learned the hard way because I think something that's so important too is like if you don't go in already knowing yourself, knowing your identity, your calling, your purpose, your having the Lord as your anchor, you're gonna be like a little leaf blown in the wind, just being drifted anywhere to someone for someone to accept you, to love you, and to make you think that you're cool and loved and valuable, which is what I went through. Mm-hmm. And I it, did too, and in a lesser extent, I definitely yeah. wanted to feel like I belonged to something, and girls thought I was like a good enough friend to invite to stuff, and yep. wanted to be included, and oh yeah, yeah. And in the end, you're just kind of like, wait, like you leave college, and then you're like. I, I don't even like, like myself or like, I didn't even really like my experience, which is why I feel like I kind of wish I did it over. Like, I wish I stuck more with the Christian sorority with more Christian friends and just, I don't know. I think I just wish I chose my circles a little bit better, but I think my experience would have been a little bit better, but I also came into college, not really knowing myself. And so that was just kind of hard because it was such a big college. Um, I don't know, I guess any other like things that you would say as far as like good grades, cause Vanya got like honors. Vanya was super diligent and was really good at school that I, I was, I got A's and B's, but I was not like Vanya. Um, I mean, I think it is, I think it is what you want it to be. Yeah. So for me personally, I knew I was going to go to graduate school and become a physical therapist. So I had to have good grades, but if you are the type of person who your internships matter more and you don't have to be so stressed about your grades then don't let school be an idol. Cause yeah, for me, it, it definitely was, can be, it was an idol 100%. Janine and I might have struggled in different ways, but for me, I was consistently anxious about school grades. <laughs> I'm never going to get into PT school. My whole life will fall apart if I'm not a PT. Yeah. So like, I didn't think that anxiety in that sense. So like, yeah. if you making it your identity, yeah, it was 100% my identity, and I thought the only way to be successful in life is if I do what I had set out to do from the very beginning. Which who cares if your plans change later right. on down the road? And if you're in, a, if you're in. Uh, you know, if you're in a major or something where you don't have to shoot for all A's, then don't. But number one is you have to honor God in all that you do. Yes. So apply yourself and right. work be hard diligent. and be diligent and show your teachers integrity. that you have integrity and that you are not slacking off in their class because you don't work for your teachers. You work for God. But Boom. Don't, don't let it become your whole world, your whole identity, that if you mess yeah. up in a, in a class, you're going to be messed up for your whole future because I always went down that. Right. And something I always say to you guys is like, if you just abide in the Lord and anything you do, it says in the Bible and Proverbs, commit your ways to the Lord and he will direct your steps. And so like, if you are just committed to the Lord, like I'm going to go listen to my podcast, how to hear from the Lord. Cause like any decision you're making, you can't really mess up as long as you are obeying God. If you are just serving him, you're desiring to be with him, to dwell with him. Like he is the one that will show you to go to the left or go to the right or open this door, shut that door. You can't step out of his will if you're just being obedient to him. And so whatever you're doing in college, just commit to the Lord your plans and he will direct your steps. Yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah. So that would be my final word of encouragement. But I would just say like final little things, like when you're just trying to get good grades, like find a group of people to study with. There's Quizlet. There's so many different resources online to do study guides and study tools. Um, I always did study groups. I found out like you have to find what is your best method of learning and studying. For me, that was in a group in the library discussing with people for hours. Like that was the way I learned. But you might be like, I need to be alone in the library in absolute pitch quietness. That was me. <laughs> that was Vanya. So just find what works for you. Again, it is trial and error, but do whatever you do, do whatever you can to find what's your best learning style and just stick to that. That way you'll get your, your best grades. Yeah, definitely. And get to know your teachers, really go up to them, say hi, get to know them, get, Go make sure that they have hours. a familiar face office hours. Like you kind of want to milk it to be honest, but it definitely, uh, yeah. definitely helps. <laughs> and if you ever need help, do not be afraid to get tutoring, to ask the teacher, to ask the TA, to post in a Facebook group for your class. Yeah. It really is game changing. Yeah, don't let yourself fall behind because that you're afraid like, Oh, well, this is so embarrassing. If I go try to seek out help, yeah. try to do all that you can before you start really falling behind. Like yeah. go talk to your teacher and say, I'm struggling. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't understand this. Go talk to the TA. Um, and apply yourself if it's like I just don't really care so you're gonna let yourself get a bunch of bad grades like you know apply yourself and my last and final tip that I want to say is you guys go home and see your parents like (laughs) yeah like your parents there it's so scary for a parent to send your kid off where you're like I have no idea what you're doing what you're doing with your money what you're doing with guys or girls like go see your parents call them often like they miss you they love you they want the best for you remember your parents are not trying to harm you they're just trying to protect you because they love you and they're not trying to hover over you either they're just afraid they're just trying to guide you like like the good shepherd does for their children you know so talk to your parents don't just try to run away like I know for a lot of us college is a time where you're like finally like I could get away from my parents like that's kind of how I felt even though my parents were never overburdened like at all no but I just like wanted to go do my own thing and so talk to your parents like they love you and they want the best for you yeah, absolutely. And that'd be it. So hopefully that helped you guys out. If you are going to college, if you are in college, um, let me know your thoughts. If you have any more advice on the Happy and Healthy Podcast, that's Happy and Healthy Podcast on Instagram. Comment in your little college advice for other people so that we can all help each other out. Thanks, Vanya, for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. Um, thank you guys for listening. Again, if you're enjoying this podcast, you can leave me a review. That helps me out a ton. You can also send me voice memos on my podcast. The link is down below and you can also watch every single episode now on YouTube, which is Happy Healthy Podcast. See you guys next Tuesday. Thank you for listening and peace out. Bye guys. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested.